Hello everybody, I'm your host Hal Curtis and I'd like to welcome you to The Space Industry by Satsearch, where we share stories about the companies taking us into orbit. In this podcast, we delve into the opinions and expertise of the people behind the commercial space organisations of today who could become the household names of tomorrow. Before we get started with the episode, remember you can find out more information about the suppliers, products and innovations that are mentioned in this discussion on the global marketplace for space at satsearch.com. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I'm joined today by Tamara Guerrero, Business Development Director at Solar Mems. Solar Mems is a specialist manufacturer of sun sensor technologies based in Spain and is a participant in the SatSearch membership program. Today, we're going to discuss industrialization for this class of satellite technology and Solar Mems' challenges in scaling up production. So firstly, Tamara, thank you for being here with us today. Uh, is there anything you'd like to add to that introduction? No, yes. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Great, fantastic. So, industrialization of sun sensor technology. Why why are you at SolarMEMS interested, or you personally interested in, in this topic? Um, and can you maybe discuss the overall pros and cons of the approach? Yes. Uh, in our opinion, to industrialize is a very common procedure in other sectors, but it is so new in space. Uh, we find that it is a challenge to do it, but because of new space and the constellations of an important amount of satellites, it is becoming necessary to change our minds and, for sure, to change our way to procedure and fabricate. The main pros of industrialization are the most production capabilities acquired and the reduction of cost. When you produce many times the same unit following the same, process, the, the same processes and taking into account the info coming from the test performing during the procedure, you can improve and optimize this procedure every time. And on the other hand, with this data, we can use predictive analysis that allows us to find at the beginning of the production process the trends that may indicate later failures. So uh, it is possible to act in advance with the saving in cost and resources it means. Um, regarding the big amount of units to produce the same way, as said before, there are saving in cost for us, so we can offer to our customers better prices being more competitive than other suppliers. And then, if we have to talk about cons, uh, we think that the investment and the effort needed to prepare all procedures and to deal with all quality controls are the main. It is necessary to change the way of working from producing under order to mass production, and it also means an investment in new equipment with a higher level of automotion. Okay, interesting. And you mentioned there that the one of the main motivations for this came from the need to to serve constellations, and in particular, one of the most well known constellations, SolarMEMS, was selected as a supplier to OneWeb. Now, this probably meant that you went from looking at you know producing tens of sun sensors to to potentially hundreds. I, I'm, I'm guessing. What are the main challenges you had to overcome to meet the requirements for such a constellation? Yes, for us, there were many challenges. <laughs> the first challenge was to develop a new product compliant with all requirements of the mission in, in a very short time. As you know, in, in SolarMEMS, we, we had huge experience working in sun sensors technology and our products had flight heritage since 2009. But it was necessary to move from our traditional way of developing and producing to a serial production with a new unit uh, plenty reliable and with minimum tolerances between them, between the units. Then the second challenge for us was to deal with all suppliers to have all them coordinated and motivated. 
their compromise was very, very important to keep the cost and to be always on time with the production. Finally, the third challenge was to, to adapt our clean rooms and the production processes to ramp up our capacities using new tools and equipment. Interesting. But, but presumably this came with trade-offs in the operations for other parts of the business. What, what sort of trade-offs did it involve? You know, were there parts of the business that you couldn't focus on as much or innovations that were in development that maybe had to be you know, less focused put on them? Or did uh, scaling up maybe create new opportunities and capabilities in the team? Well, it is true that OneWeb has demanded a very high level of effort from our side with daily meeting with the customer during critical stages of the project. But on the other hand, we have to recognize that we have learned a lot working for this constellation, more than with any other project we have ever had in Solarments, you know. So even if we have had periods with high demand coming from OneWeb, for example, to be on time with the production and the deliveries. In SolarMEMS, we, we have a strategy for innovation and new developments that is uh, fully separated of that. So we have not experimented any impact in this way. Then to, to scale up has allowed us to learn about our product details much better, increasing our capabilities. But the most important thing is that all knowledge acquired and all know-how can now be applied in the rest of projects, letting us improve and be more competitive also in, in, in other missions and constellations. And then to show to the sector that our company is capable of fulfilling with this high level of demand with success is very important and has given us the opportunity of participating in other new projects and constellations. So nowadays we can say, hey, hello, our team has decided and produced more than 2,000 flight units, not only for one web, okay, for more customers. And, and we have developed and fabricated run support equipment to test and evaluate the units once they are already installed in the satellite. So I think it's a very good message to give to the, to the sector. Great. So you're able to demonstrate not only the specialist expertise in SunSensing, but also the capability to carry out mass production processes, which... Yeah, it's got to be um, something that could increasingly yeah, set solar members apart. Um, you mentioned earlier that one of the challenges was dealing with your own supply chain in in this um, in the process of scaling up to meet OneWeb's requirements. How did that process occur? How did you align the capabilities and to deliver at the at the quality standards that were needed? Yes, this point is a real challenge when you talk about high volume of production. You can have the best engineering, the best technology, but if you don't have your suppliers in the same line as you are, you will have no success. It's a very important point. <laughs> in, in our case, uh, something we learned from Airbus OneWeb was that you have to consider your, su your suppliers as partners because this way they feel that, that they are involved in the project, that they are part of this, and they put their effort to, to be always compliant and flexible. Um, for sure, on the other hand, we, we have our supply chain department that is charged of dealing with them, monitoring, coordinating, and, and planning all their events. Excellent, excellent. Moving on to uh, sort of the quality control then that came about as the processes were more embedded. How different were issues of quality control and, and compliance in ensuring the reliability for industrial production compared to when you produce uh, sun sensors in small batches? As an example, when we talk about small amount of units, it is usual to, to perform individual testing, all of them, including functional, thermal, mechanical tests, etc. However, when you deal with industrial mass production, 
some of these tests can be performed by batches and it can validate all units produced in a concrete period with a concrete procedure. And maybe it seems as a reduction of quality, but it is not. Because to reach this industrial level, you have had first to demonstrate during the whole development phase of the product a very, very high reliability in a high amount of units. Testing all them, demonstrating its robustness, its good performance. Then it is necessary to establish clear control and inspection parameters, KC, KP, KPIs, you know, uh, during the production process to focus on the quality of the fabrication and also on the quality of the product itself. So in our experience, if, if you fulfill with all requirements established, more than the 99.9% of the final products will be compliant. Sounds like enough, doesn't it? <laughs> so given that you um, you have been working you know, with this major Constellation customer, uh, how do you feel that SolarWebs has managed to stay agile enough to serve other customers? I know you mentioned that um, in terms of innovation and product development, things were not disrupted because that work has been managed on a different stream. But you have presumably needed to use the same production infrastructure for clients other than OneWeb, um, or uh, or maybe you have other systems in place. But how, how has that process evolved? Yes, in our case, the only way was to optimize <laughs> We have to optimize our resources to organize and to plan everything. And when I say everything, is every second of every resource. <laughs> this way, uh, it is important to perform load capacity analysis and other analysis to find the critical paths, the bottlenecks, and the real capacity of production in different scenarios. If you do that, it is relatively easy to anticipate two problems. And if you detect, for example, uh, that you need more resources in a workstation or that there is a bottleneck, you can plan it previously. Maybe it sounds not difficult, but in our case, to, to achieve this level, we needed to include in our team a person charged of the industrial organization. And for sure, in addition, it is very, very important that the head of the production team plans and organize properly all resources, tools, and equipment in the clean room. Now, I just wanted to switch gears a little bit. You have obviously been dealing with OneWeb for a number of years in order to um, fulfill this contract and to, to set everything up in the first place. And during that time, I think it's fair to say that the, the organization OneWeb has undergone a number of changes. Uh, these are you know, well publicized from financial difficulties to an investment by the UK government and Barty Global, and then even recently the UTEL sat investing themselves. How have you found dealing with the company during this time, and how has SolarMems maybe been affected in, in turn by the changes that OneWeb has gone through? Obviously, only share things you're, you're happy to, to, to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And to be honest, it was difficult because of the uncertainty and, and also because remember that, that we were here in Spain in the COVID situation. So it was a very difficult moment, but the transparency and the compromise coming from Airbus One Web satellites during the whole procedure from the bankruptcy until the new acquisition was very comforting. We had continuous communication with them and together we, we found, found the path to solve the difficulties. We have to recognize that in SolarMens, as it is a very important project, we, we were very confident with the, their success. And fortunately, we were right. <laughs> okay. um, on the other hand, uh, we got over this standby period of the OneWeb because of the other missions and projects we are involved in. So 
our team didn't suffer that much this situation. Oh, well, that's good. That's good to hear. Now, just uh, just in terms of the of the technology, we alongside sun sensors as you know individual sensing systems that are deployed in satellites we're also seeing the evolution of integrated adcs systems as complete solutions particularly for cubesats where sun sensors are embedded in the overall adcs system and which also includes actuators like talkers or or reaction wheels do you see such uh, integrated systems as as a bit of a threat for solar memes or is it an opportunity and also i wonder whether they were other sectors or applications where sun sensors can be used? Uh, yes, uh, any any evolution for sure means an opportunity for us. In fact, our sun sensors will be included in some of these systems very soon. And on the other hand, here in Solar MEMS, we are working in this line, uh, commercializing a horizon sensor and developing a miniaturized star tracker that would also be good units to be incorporated in these kind of systems. Then regarding the, the other sectors of applications where sun sensors can be used, there are so many. By the way, in Solar MEMS, we migrated the technology used for sun sensors for space to the renewable energy sector in 2014, I think. We realized that sun sensors are useful for many other sectors like automotives, UAVs, home automotion, and what we are doing now is to work in new business, new business opportunities related to these applications. Oh, fantastic! So it's really expanded outside of the traditional space domain. And I guess that leads into my next question: If you could put your predicting hat on, where do you see the market for sun sensors heading in the next, you know, three to five years? And what are you most excited about in the industry? And feel free to discuss some of these space and non-space applications that you brought up. In my opinion, in, in, the, in the future, regarding the future of satellite markets, uh, we think that miniaturization of everything will be important. As we had the CubeSat revolution some years ago, I think that maybe in the future, the next step will be to have integrated satellites as satellites on a chip or something similar, you know, to, to reduce all sizes. And then in the short term, what we are identifying is that our customers' requirements are oriented to have plug-and-play units with compact solutions. And then in other sectors, as automotion is becoming more and more important, uh, for example, in the case of home automotion, uh, to control climate and lights and everything, it's also a point in the automotive line it's also in, in the same line. Then for a manned vehicles to have sensoring is, is also a, a good point. We are now in, in a very exciting moment because space industry is growing day by day and it is in a constant revolution. So for sure, we will have new challenges to deal with. So we are very happy and excited. <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's a great place to wrap up. And, you know, from our side, just would like to say best of luck with, with both the OneWeb uh, project and with all of these other areas that in which you are um, using your sun sensor products so um, and thank you very much for your your time today and spending time with us here on the space industry podcast thank you so much it was a great time and we are very very happy of being part of this satsar community and to all our listeners out there you can find out more information about solar mems and view details of the company's products on the global marketplace for space at satsearch.com on the SatSearch platform, you can find technical details of products and services from companies around the world, 
and request CAD models, ICDs, data sheets, quotes, introductions to businesses, or whatever else you might need for trade studies, procurement, or technical assessments. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Space Industry by SatSearch. I hope you enjoyed today's story about one of the companies taking us into orbit. We'll be back soon with more in-depth, behind-the-scenes insights from private space businesses. In the meantime, you can go to setsearch.com for more information on the space industry today, or find us on social media if you have any questions or comments. To stay up to date, please subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can also get each podcast on demand on iTunes, Spotify, the Google Play Store, or whichever podcast service you typically use.